Welcome to the world of unsexy. From scrap metal to timber, estate planning to freight pooling, this show is a meandering exploration of just how sexy unsexy industries can be. I'm your host, Elaine Zelby, investor at SignalFire and eternally curious human being. In this podcast, we'll peel back the layers of niche and esoteric markets, understanding the history and looking at the future through the eyes of the pioneering entrepreneurs willing to bring technology and exponential improvements to these often overlooked spaces. Join me on a fascinating journey into the unsexy. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Aran Ben Shmuel, founder and CEO of Juganu, which is revolutionizing the world through light. Juganu turns its transformational light into a self-orchestrated multi-dimensional foam and interacts thousands of interconnects thousands of sophisticated edge AI sensors using Wi-Fi to provide a data-driven, safe, and interconnected environment, both indoors and outdoors. Now that's a lot to unpack, but welcome, Iran. Hi. Thank you if, very much. If you wouldn't mind, would you start and just give our audience a little background about yourself and how you came to found this company? I'm a, a physicist and electrical engineer. And my education are from the Technion in Israel. Uh, actually, formerly, I'm a, a, a classical a musician, a violinist. And uh, then I moved to science. Um, and I founded a few companies. And um, my passion is uh, to do uh, um, technologies to try to do as much as possible uh, unique technologies that are disturb the market in a way that bring some value to, uh, you know, some interesting value to the market. And uh, one of the key issues is that the world now is moving to green and to savings and how to, to think better, how to use our resources and our, uh, uh, um, and to tie the resources to the needs. And, uh, and uh, what we do in Jugano is to um, trying to take all the digitalization, all the platforms and make them much more efficient and, and to bring a, a efficient construction of digital uh, infrastructure uh, to the market and with this infrastructure to enable people to do much more with their existing uh, pre-built infrastructure and to do it in a cost-effective way, way why uh, while when I say cost-effective, I mean energy, I mean investment in resources, and and to actually enable the people to use the data that they have and information they have in order to use and, and to have better service from uh, the existing infrastructure and existing data that they have and to leverage it to their uh, benefits. For you, was the aha moment to found this company in particular driven from this shift that you were seeing in terms of people caring about green and clean energy and things like that? Or was it a, some kind of te technological breakthrough? It's a combination. Uh, we saw the market moves uh, to better efficient lighting. And when we saw the market moves to better efficient lighting, we told that it's not enough. A better efficient lighting is one reason to change to LEDs and, and to efficient lighting, but the requirement to bring big infrastructure like lighting 
this is a traditional industry. This is an industry that was, uh, uh, you know, people talk about lighting when they say, okay, I have a bulb I need to replace. The LED introduce uh, uh, through the savings a need to replace whole lighting infrastructure. And while you have the reason to do it, economical reason to do it, now you can ask much more from this infrastructure. For example, one of the things is to save energy, of course, this is a basic, but if you are already do this transformation, why not to, take, to think about better lighting? Why not to think about uh, demand more from this uh, simple lighting to give much more benefits to you when you are replacing it? And, and, and our thought was a big uh, um, effort anyway needed to be done uh, by changing all of this infrastructure. So if you already do it, let's achieve much more than the regular lighting and save a little bit energy or more energy, yes? So we, it's a combination between savings and bring much more value through the lighting, that lighting is a super important thing for people. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, lighting is so ubiquitous in our lives. It's everywhere. What other types of benefits outside of cost savings are you guys providing? And then we'd love to hear a little bit more about how the technology actually works. Sure. So um, the, the benefits of lighting is uh, we, we use to have artificial light. Uh, but we have part of the day with natural light, part of the day with artificial light. The part of the day with artificial light is very different from the natural light. And we want to make them much closer. So we created a technology that actually imitate the sun, bring uh, the qualities of the artificial light to be very, very close to the natural light by a, a building a gamut of light that is very similar to the sun, to the good thing in the sun. Uh, uh, to bring better colors to the uh, to the closed environment, to the indoor and outdoor, uh, to um, uh, um, put more attention on the quality of the colors of the gamut of light and uh, durability of the light, and to um, uh, of course the savings uh, and more than this, we take it a few steps uh, more than this, and we actually say the natural light is changing; is not fixed. When you go to a, an office, to a supermarket, you go in the, in the morning, you go in the evening, the same lighting. Uh, uh, we call it tunable white, true tunable white, TTW, <laughs> that the light can change the colors from sunrise to sunset and gives you much wow. more, uh, much more um, a feel of a natural light. And it's really good for the health. We reduce dramatically the blue light inside the colors. The blue light is too much in LEDs, we reduce it to minimal. So the effect of the blue light is uh, minimized. So it's much better for health. You know, the, the effect of light uh, is, is every time revealed more and more, but the blue light is not good. It's signal to your brain, something about the melatonin production and other things, chemicals in the brain. And we wanted to make it much more natural. So you experience very similar experience when we have a, a natural light. So first of all, we touched the weak points in natural light and we, in, in artificial light, and we try to, to bring it much more to the, to the nature, you know, to the good things. Of course, we kept the best efficient. So we didn't neglect the best efficient, but we wanted to create a, 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 the, the good things in the efficiency and with this technology, but to match it with experience that it's much more than 
than what we used to have. It, that's fascinating. On the uh, changing over the course of the day, the the color of the lights to mimic what happens in the natural light with sunrise and sunset, is that perceptible to humans inside? Or is it something that your brain just is very used to and just doesn't even recognize? Uh, it's actually when it's done in a very slow uh, 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 way, it's, it's very, uh, the feeling is very natural because we are, we like the changes. You know, even if you, you are going outside, you see clouds, you see things, everything is, is, is dynamic. And, and while we, we can change it according to the user, you can change it as he, as he wants, the, the, the change uh, when it's done you know, automatically, it's really smooth, it's really nice, and you actually experience very natural feeling. And uh, actually, it's, it's, it's a remarkable uh, uh, feeling. Uh, you actually feel that it's, it's tuned to you, it's, it's really nice. And the other uh, great thing is that it's really great for the eyes. So the eyes become much less tired. So you actually uh, can read better. You're tired much less from reading, from presence in indoor locations, for example. And, uh, and we hear more and more uh, things and we actually uh, participate in, in tests in hospitals and others about the influence of light uh, uh, to the people. And uh, this is something that uh, I think that the, the future, and this is what we really like. We like to think about the future and to try to, 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 to imagine the world in the future and to take us to, uh, to something that people will, will uh, uh, you know, gradually uh, will be used to much better experience from the artificial light. So yes, people actually feel it. This is the right thing. Uh, uh, people has an amazing uh, capabilities of adapting to light. So if you go to a, a place that is not well illumined, so, uh, you feel that um, um, when you go to, to uh, a, a place that is a little bit dark, you feel that um, uh, you actually see and, and you feel that you are tired, you see uh, side effects. You don't want to be there. You want to, um, uh, you want to go out and, 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 and see something. But in the, in the bottom line, you don't really Many times you cannot really say what is the problem, but when you compare it to a place with good lighting, immediately you see it. Yeah. So it's very comparable. So um, when you um, presence in a great lighting location, you actually feel great. You feel that uh, this place is illumined. You feel comfortable. Uh, and many times the mood is changing. Uh, I think about uh, locations where the sun is half of the year. Uh, the sun is, uh, is, you have sun and half of the year you have uh, dark places, very difficult to be present there because uh, the light is a significant signal to your brain. It's a significant thing that change a lot of things um, in, in your body. So I think that uh, when people experience good lighting, they really like it and they want to be in this area. They want to be present more in this place. They can walk better. It's higher the efficiency of the walk. It's higher the, 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 the experience and and I had I, and I see a lot of uh, uh, research about connection between light and 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 how much you eat hmm. uh, yes. in, in hours in a day there is even a, a connection to some kind of cancer so uh, and again it, it will be revealed in the future and more and more uh, research will be done but in the in the bottom line it's uh, something very significant to us to us because it's one of our sensors as human people um, as people we it's one of our sensors to the outside world the eyes 
and the eyes experience the light and uh, it's 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 really important that's that's so interesting because we take for granted the fact that light does have so many health implications health and happiness actually on our lives I spent some time in the very north of Norway in the summer and the sun didn't set and it was such a bizarre experience and you have trouble sleeping and your body just doesn't know you know what's up and down it was um it was very surreal as so I can I can believe that one of the other things that's often attributed to getting natural light is depression and sads or seasonal affective um, disorder is this something that can help with that or is that really the chemicals that are coming for the sun that are ca- causing that I think that um, and and what we see is that yes you can influence a lot uh, and 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 it's part of some research that actually we are involved in about the effects of lights uh, on people even in people in hospitals and and and, and people in general and uh, this is a, a light is a significant player in this thing and and I have to tell you something that was actually a little bit surprises me uh, the power of the light is much more than than actually what we think we are uh, working with the uh, a company on the interaction between light and uh, uh, plants. So uh, uh, we, we took um, a plant like um, Rogula or kale. And when we play with the wavelengths, we succeeded to higher the antioxidant in kale by 60%. So you actually see immediately the response of plants on the lighting. You can change the chemicals in the, in the, in the plants. And, and when you do it correctly, you actually have very nice influence on uh, uh, plants on, on, and, of course, on people. Uh, so the influence of lighting is, is really deep. And I think that one of the key issues in our technology is the flexibility, is the capability to really dynamically change the spectrum of the, of the light so you can actually uh, achieve the needed result that you want. So we give the flexibility, we give the tools, and people can, uh, you know, you don't have to use the tunable white, uh, uh, the automatic tunable white. You can actually say, I like this color now. It's fixed to me. So I, I, I'm tuning it. What we are, uh, what for us is important that when you choose a color, we give it in the best uh, quality. So you choose a color, you like it, but we are making sure that this quality is, is very high. Uh, there are some measures to this, uh, uh, when I say quality, yes, there, there are measures of uh, CRI and other uh, um, measurable uh, performance, and uh, we are taking care that it's it's in the highest. So, although you cannot, uh, prof- uh, someone that is not professional in lighting cannot really tweak it and change it, but we are taking care that if you want this kind of color, it really gives you the full experience and uh, and and uh, to to enjoy the the right uh, gamut of light that gives you these benefits. How does the tuning process work? Uh, so we invented the, uh, um, a technology that actually take the actual chipsets of the of the LED, the actual source of the light, it's the silicon itself, and then we we immerse it inside light guides. So first of all, uh, you have a source of light that translates to a big exposure area. While we are doing it, we reduce the the intensity, the density of the light. When you reduce the, the density of the light, then you get much better feeling in the eyes and, 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 and you start to experience this, uh, uh, this uh, uh, characteristic. But while we are injecting the light into the light guide, we are mixing colors. So we, we bring, we are producing colors uh, using 
a, a material that take a blue light and make them, it's called phosphoric um, a material, and that actually make the blue from uh, to other colors. And then we mix with another color like red, and then we mix it and we make sure that you get the, the right spectrum of the colors that the eye like to see. It's called high CRI, high TLCI. It's uh, uh, actually um, in, the, in the lighting, you cut the light to different colors and then you, uh, uh, there is uh, how much from each color you need to put in order to get the best uh, white light, for example. So there is something that's called black body curve. So we know how to move in the black body curve all over the colors from 1,800 Kelvin to 6,500 Kelvin. And in each one of them, we are making sure that the balance between the colors is the perfect one. So the eyes uh, look on colors. Well, when you look on colors, you actually see the reflection of the remaining that didn't absorb. So we're making sure that the reflection is really whole. It's, it's really, you get the full color so you can actually see different uh, um, uh, flavors of the colors. You actually really see a good definition between the black and the white if you want to read something. So this is very crucial. And the white is really white and the black is really black and the, and the yellow is really yellow and the red is, is quite amazing. <laughs> and what is actually nice is, is the red inside the white. You don't see it, yes, it's white. But the red inside the white responsible for the vividness of the colors. So it's actually look much more vivid and, and uh, help to the three dimensional in, 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 uh, uh, in some products. So um, it's when, when you see this, uh, uh, um, these colors and you expose to an area that illumines with this light, you actually see something that you really, really like. It's like the best time that you see. Even the sun is not all the time the best mixture of, of colors. But here we're making sure that in the artificial world, uh, artificial light, you get a, a, a great experience. And this is the side of the lighting in, in, in Jugano. And, and with our capabilities of controlling the, uh, these uh, colors and this gamut of light, when the COVID started, we started to think about what else we can do in order to help and to do things. And then we thought about new ideas, how to help again, with the, with the power of the light. The light has a lot of power. Um, and um, uh, then we came to the J-Protect, you know, the light that disinfect. Oh, interesting. What are, actually going into that, what are some of the top use cases right now in terms of who cares a lot about the lighting, especially indoors? It sounded like there's some agricultural, maybe indoor farming use cases. I can imagine there's a whole host of other ones, but I'm curious to know who, who is this top of mind for right now? We are using it for uh, indoor. Indoor, it's 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 really wide. You know, uh, uh, of course, it's it's obvious, but everyone uses lights uh, in supermarkets, in in malls, in uh, hospitals, in uh, in schools, everywhere, and in different places. You need a little bit different tweaks, but the most important thing is that everywhere you need great lighting. So. Um, when you speak about the, the, the J-Protect, we speak about the other uh, uh, tweaks to it that we added some UV family to the uh, light. Of course, uh, the, the family of UV that is uh, visible, that uh, uh, is secure to people to be in. And we blend them together with the same blender that we are doing for the colors. And then what is actually really nice is that you sit with the, with the, the uh, our technology uh, give us the ability 
to deliver the same quality of light, really, really great light, while inside we injected light that actually helped to stop the spread of uh, pathogens, of viruses oh, and bacteria. That's so cool. So um, uh, uh, you actually sit in a beautiful room, great lighting, and part of the light responsible for bringing red lights or, or, or bringing yellow or bringing, uh, uh, um, you know, all the, the, all the uh, different flavors of, of the colors. And part of it is responsible to stop the spread of viruses and bacteria. And then, uh, and it was the beginning, we thought, okay, let's see how it works. And we started to blend them. And then, then we, um, during the beginning of the COVID, we, start, we sent it to labs uh, in Israel and we started to test it. And, and we actually were amazed from the uh, results. And um, then we blend additional uh, uh, frequencies. And, uh, and we found that you can have a continuous protection that you sit in a room and it always protects you and, and, and actually stops the spread of uh, viruses and actually kills the, the bacteria, even bacteria that are resistive to antibiotics. This mm. is great for hospitals, for other places that is very difficult to fight. And um, uh, of course, we have another uh, method, method that when people are evacuated from the room, go out from the room, then we do the presto. <laughs> if you remember, I saw I was a violinist, so we took these <laughs> names from the music world. Uh, it's Allegro and presto. Presto is quicker, so the presto is uh, is actually killing much faster. And we saw a very interesting relationship between the continuous protection and the presto and the quick protection that actually um, complement each other. So we can actually get an environment that is really, really protected and helps to clean the surfaces and the volumetric, the air. Uh, uh, and if we remember that, for example, the COVID spread over the air quite remarkably, we can help to stop this uh, spread and help. And we believe it's the contribution of technology to the global fight of the uh, pandemic, this pandemic. And if we will have another one, unfortunately, that, you know, we live in a, in a world that they never promise us that the COVID-19 will be the last one. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I think that it's our responsibility. This is our, uh, um, you know, our capabilities as, as people that we understand that there is a challenge and we have to think about how we can uh, um, work in order to uh, eliminate this and, and to live with this. So we call it the new normal. Okay, the new normal says that a small and, 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 and you know, tiny structure like a virus is doing so much damage. We have to do something in order to, uh, to fight it. So let's think hard. Let's take our capabilities, our technologies, and let's do something. And this is what Jugano succeeded to do. Jugano succeeded to deliver a light that you can live and enjoy while it's illumining you, but in the same time uh, to, to help people automatically without thinking to fight this and to be in a much safer environment. And it's truly amazing. And what a cool use case. It also gets back to your earlier points around how much health implications light actually has on, on people. And this is just one other way that light can actually help protect people. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, it's another way. And, and it's, it's, it's more and more. We think, we still think about, okay, we already put these lights. What else it can do to, to the health? This is why we are participating in research because we really want to 
understand how much we can go further and help and bring more and more quality light in order to, um, uh, uh, to influence on people and to, to help uh, uh, through this. And we have some things in the pipeline and when it will be you know, more mature, I will be happy to reveal, uh, but it's, it's, it's really, the, the power is not, it's not there. There is much more to do. I like the idea too of repurposing something that is so ubiquitous. So to your point, light is everywhere. It's every indoor location we possibly go into, there is artificial light. And can you take something that is that ubiquitous and add superpowers to it essentially? Just so I'm really clear and sorry, this is a dumb question, but is the actual product a light bulb or how, what, what is the mechanism that you're delivering this and how, um, you know, how, how easy is it for you to swap out what you're currently using with the Juganu product? So uh, again, we thought about a, a, a way to put it so it will be reasonable to put. So what we did, we designed a light that will be fully replaceable uh, to the existing light. So actually you take a regular light, light has a, a way how you implement light in, in, in your room, in areas, in, in a room of hospitals, in, in uh, supermarkets and, and others. And uh, we actually, a design a light that by replacing the existing light, it's a fixture. Uh, by replacing the existing fixture while you're putting it, it's designed to give the needed dose and needed uh, uh, performance in order to stop volumetrically in a perfect way the viruses. So we have a technology for optical design that is uh, uh, called multi-random waves uh, optics that actually inject the light in multiple angles to uh, avoid as much as possible shadows and to reach many different way, uh, uh, spots that usually a regular light cannot uh, uh, get and to fully cover the space with a uniform and smooth lighting that will be enough to uh, eradicate the, uh, these uh, uh, viruses and, and, and germs. Uh, so actually, it's quite simple. You go to a room, you take the fixture, you replace it with our light, and uh, uh, that's all. Uh, and you get simple. what you need. Yeah, very simple. Uh, Who would have known that light could have been, or can be one of the largest uh, fighting powers against coronavirus and any other you know, pathogen in the future? I think that uh, uh, when you think a little bit about it, nobody can underestimate light. It's, yeah. it's one of the generators of our life. You know, it's, it's very, very sophisticated, very smart, very, very important to our life. It's actually the, really one of the generators and, and more important things to, to, to the people. So uh, uh, it's not surprising, but uh, um, a lot of the great things come from the nature, come from understanding what... Uh, we didn't invent the light. We invented the, how to use it in a better way. So this is our privilege to take something that is so fundamental in our life and with some thinking, some, some creativity to, to do something so it will help us to do things that is, is inside the nature. It's not something above it. Yeah, absolutely. It's harnessing the power of nature, but using human ingenuity. <laughs> Well, Iran, this has been such a fascinating conversation. Now I cannot wait to try the product out and actually experience the light that you guys are building. The last question I always like to ask people, has there been any piece of advice or words of wisdom that you've been given in your life, your career, your music career that has really stuck with you and are words you live by? Uh, <laughs> tough question. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I think that... Uh, uh, 
if I think what actually moves us and, and moving us is the continuous will to do something significant and to to use the the power that was given us uh, you know as people to think and to create and all the time to understand that there is something bigger than you that you just need to reveal to to you know to unfold and uh, I think that uh, what we try with our modest capabilities is to take a, a, to, to, to work hard to think a lot and and to really use a, a whatever we can in order to create things and for us it's very important in Uganda is to uh, and, and we want to think ourselves as part of the revolution of green of savings of of uh, um, uh, um, we didn't speak a lot about it but the digital infrastructure and all of the things that we uh, we are doing and for us very important to take the resources that are exist and to use them wisely and you can do it only if you are thinking a lot and you try to solve fundamental problems and to give real value and i think that uh, uh, for me it was always important for my my years as a violin player and uh, and, and and now in science and in in uh, uh, technology always to try to bring real value and to work very hard to create maximum that I can and, and to excel whatever I do to, to, to influence and, and to do something significant. Those are fantastic pieces of advice. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Where can people learn more about you and Juganu? Uh, we have our website. Of course, we'd be very happy if, if people will ask things, will write to us, we'll be happy to... Uh, to share whatever we have with everyone. And I, I invite everyone to, to learn more, to ask us, to be engaged with us. We, have, we, we are in LinkedIn, in, in Twitter, whatever, you know, wherever uh, 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 it's possible to be <laughs> exposed, we are here and we want to, you know, we'll be happy to answer any question and to, to show people and to show everyone uh, what our solutions can do. Well, I will link to it in the show notes, but thank you so much for joining us today. I'm very intrigued by what you guys are building and can't wait to learn more. Great. Thank you very much.